You are now listening to Well, Well, well Phila Now. Like, oh my god, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his perfumist. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> All right, guys. So we are on this bus. We can transition from Eve's pathetic, pathetic text messages to Nico, who's just looking at the lock screen like, bitch, whatever, to what happens on this motherfucking bus. So so Eve looks up from her text and what a what a switch, what a flip, what a flip and a switch to go from thinking, oh, my God, Nico's ignoring me. This is shitty to looking up. And people are coming in the bus. And, oh, what's that face? <laughs> what's that face you see through the crowd? Ooh, in a three-piece suit. And also Villanelle with the big strap game all the time. Three-piece suit, Villanelle. Oh, three-piece suit, time. Villanelle. I see what you're doing. And, you guys, the look, the smile, the smirk. That smirk on Villanelle's face. Was like the are you wearing it smirk. That smirk. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you how you would describe it. So that's how you yeah. would describe it. Well, what did you think was going on in Villanelle's mind with that smirk? Um, it was, no, literally, it was basically whatever the energy behind, are you wearing it? It was, it was all of that. Like a smugness like, of, I know you're right, happy I'm uh-huh, here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would agree. I would agree that there was that smugness because you can't not have it with Villanelle, but also the actual, like, look at you still looking good and shit. <laughs> no, right. Just here <laughs> with your hair pulled up, which is a mistake, but I, I still like to see this image. Hi, Eve. <laughs> At first, I, I was can't. like, is that Billy? Also, of- I think this is our first pair of boots that we see Villanelle rock, which I appreciate. Oh, so I've not three. seen her yeah. in boots, combat boots, which I thought used to be a favorite of hers. But she is in her trademark combat boot style in this three-piece fucking gray outfit. And I know, I know she went to the store just to buy that suit to meet up with Eve. No one can convince me otherwise. And Eve is just stuck on, I don't know if stuck is the word, but in a sense, she is stuck because... Oh, she's stuck. She's like, um, is this real or is this fantasy? Right. She's like, she's Am cycling through. Am I hallucinating? Through. She's cycling through the despair of not getting responses back towards, all right, why are you, you just, I was almost dead because of you. I mean, I didn't see you, but I know that you did it, but you tried to kill me, but... But also that smirk. Like, there's something about the smirk. Right. Like, like um, I'm an appetizer. Right. Like, <laughs> truly an appetizer. And I love how Eve ran in like a No Doubt song. I'd end up your ex girlfriend. I kind of always knew I'd end up your ex girlfriend. I kind of always knew I'd end up your ex girlfriend. I hope I'll hold a special place with the rest of them. On that list, but I should have thought of that before we cast. Okay, so uh, I need to stop, and I have no common sense. I have no sense at all right now, and I'm sorry to anyone who is suffering from my screaming right now. I, we did put a warning beforehand, but you guys know that that is how Eve ran over to Villanelle with some real energy. They were screaming. I thought I always knew I'd end up your ex-girlfriend. And the reason why I chose that just now, besides being silly, is that it's true. It's true. Remember? Every time Villanelle was like, hey, Eve, do you think I would do this? Do you think I would just discard you? Do you think I really don't care? Eve would always be like, yeah. 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 
But, well, yeah, actually, which is why I really don't think Villanelle should be totally surprised that Eve did not have all the confidants in the ruins because literally it wasn't, what, 15 minutes prior with Aaron where she was like, oh, Eve, do you think I'll kill you, Eve? And she was like, yes, 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 I do, yes. The last time I believed you wouldn't kill me, we were in your flat and I stabbed you. And I feel like I, I used up that, that promise. And so, yes, I do feel like you'll kill me. And so it's an indication of how Eve sees herself under Villanelle that she isn't special, that she can be replaced. And considering how rude Villanelle has been, especially with the gay cannibalism, the threesome, sexually, Eve can be replaced. Or I won't say replaced, but proxies can be put in right. that are proxies, evidently right. good enough for the time being. So, I don't know. I don't know what, what takes Eve to this fever pitch when she gets up. Her face! She lets no, no out face. a battle cry. Villanelle's <laughs> face this is what i wanted this is what i hoped for that she would see she would lay eyes on villanelle and after she was able to get out of the days her immediate thing was i need to jump on you now unfortunately for eve palastri and those of us eve palastri fans it was it was a hot sad mess we learned that eve has no hands and in the interim of being fired or dismissed from mi6 she has not taken a single goddamn class not a kickboxing class not a self-defense class not a tie bow class not even a soul cycle because i just feel like if eve was working out she would have had a better chance agreed because this was i mean yes she was able to move villanelle like six rows ahead on the bus she was able to move her six rows ahead with her windmill attempts that were sort of getting blocked at each step of the way until we hear they the phrase were. i am not here for you and then she finally connects with Villanelle's face. And Villanelle... She punches. But, I mean, Eva's in a frenzy! She... <laughs> now, I don't know. Now, this part made me laugh in the show because I'm tall. I'm a tall person. And most of the people I've dated, women, have been smaller than me. And, and just in general, if you are, like, if you're in a situation or even if you're... Um, play fighting or doing anything with anyone smaller than you the way Villanelle dealt with Eve <laughs> I can just say I've done that same thing like you could just wrap somebody up and well, they yeah. never lay hands on you because right. your arms are longer and things and things and so I actually thought that was fucking adorable that Eve has launched into full feral hyena um, Tasmanian devil she might as well be spinning in Villanelle's yes. direction and Villanelle's just a fucking she's just deflecting deflecting and she's smiling and to me she's yes. smiling because she's like oh my god you do love me Oh my God, this you did miss so me. Cute, because right. if you had just been chilling in the seat, like, oh, hey, Villanelle, why are you here? Like, I'm bored. Right. Then that would have been scary to right. Villanelle and probably got a reaction similar to what she was giving Constantine in the bed right. where Don't she was like, pay attention why, to me. Right, exactly. Pay attention to me. Hello, pay attention. And Eve let her know, like, I am fully paying attention to you. In fact, you're all that's on my mind right now. And so I did think, I think she was tickled. And I've had situations like that where you someone's trying to do something and you're like, you can't do nothing. Look at you. And you're just laughing. And that was Villanelle. Eve was like, I'm going. And so when she finally is like, listen, bitch, um, I'm not here for you. Okay? Like, just can we calm down? And Eve was like, take this right hook. <laughs> and Eve, Villanelle grabs her nose like, wow, wow. And you guys, Villanelle doesn't strike her not at once. Right. She mounts that bitch to like put her body weight on top of her for a callback to episode five of series one. But she doesn't. She just kind of, you know, deflects the hits like you were saying and then gets on top of her. And then she's like, smell me. OK, <laughs> right. So smell. She I'm sorry. Has a request. So the only line so far has been hi, Eve. Hi, Eve. Lots of screaming. I'm not here for you. I'm not here for you. 
Then a pen happens. <laughs> Amount. Amount, 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 and a pen. And actually, so we should probably put in a put in an audio clip right now of our organic reaction yes. live. But put that in right now. Before we uh, definitely turn your volume down. Definitely do that. Wait a minute, she's in a dark shirt. Oh, we're here. Oh my god, we're here. Oh my god, the hoodie is about to come off. I'll just. We are here. The time has come. Oh my god, rise, Eve. Hashtag dark eve rising. Yo, she's still texting. Oh my Nico! god. From why? Oh my god, oh my god, I can't. Take mine. How did I know how many commercial <laughs> breaks it would be until we got to the bus? Oh, you knew. You knew. Come on, come on, come on. Oh! oh wait a minute! Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! Eve hit harder than that! Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh shit! Oh my god. Oh my god, Eve is struggling right now. She's struggling. She gotta do more pull-ups, you guys. She gotta do more pull-ups. Get her, get her, get her with your leg, Eve! Oh my oh god. Oh my god. This is oh. What? Oh my god! I can't deal with these lines. Just headbutt. What's happening? Headbutt! Headbutt kiss, kiss headbutt! Oh, oh my god!
are my hoes? What is happening? Where are the clones? Where are clones? No more. We are clones. No more. No more. No more. Oh my god. Do you not understand that essentially Candace and I had like this thesis prepared? We were doing this giant presentation in Las Vegas talking about. Uh, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. It was ready. all right. So it was titled "Defined Relationship: The Undeniable Queerness of Killing Eve." And here we have, here we have, here we have, Villain Eve, Villain Eve. I just everybody check on your uh check on your queer beta friends. See if they're okay. See if yes. they're all right. Check on the check queer on your queer beta friends. Queer betas, how are we doing? Because we got our content. If there wasn't a quarantine, I would Come be running on. out into the streets right Literally now. Literally in the streets. It's raining or we would be in the streets. Oh, my God. Look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Three series. Yes. And we have ourselves a kiss. Oh. We have ourselves a kiss. And Suzanne, we, we trust. And Suzanne. And Laura. 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 Laura Neal. Laura Neal. Laura Neal, we thank Laura you. Neal. Oh, my God. Did we cheers? Uh, oh, wait. Cheers. Yes. Cheers to Villain Eve. Eve on her knees. Eve smelling the nape of Villanelle. Eve. Villain Eve hates sex. Do you think the scent is on the bear? Oh, my God. If the scent is on she the said, bear? She said, smell me, Eve. Oh. What do I smell like to you? You smell like someone I need to be topping right now, but I left my strap at home. I just. Oh, uh, uh, Carolyn, Emma, Carolyn, Emma. Wait, so how does Villanelle feel? How does Villanelle flaunt? I, we have to watch this like three more times. I can't process. <laughs> Villanelle has to get her smell you later on. But what does she do? Who does she flaunt in front of? I don't even know what's happening right now. Villanelle won. Oh! Oh! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Villanelle won. She won. She won. She did. Look at Don't yo, Eve is so fucked. Talk about it. She is so fucked. I kissed a girl and I liked it. How does it feel to be winners? Killing Eve fandom. Come on. All right, guys, and we're back. <laughs> so you know we are in a calmer state than we were then. If you visit the video of our live, we completely left the frame. I was jumping around. I definitely whipped my clothes off. Oh, I guess I didn't say when we came in because we just came in hot screaming, but I did have my merch on. And so I had a hoodie that said, hoodie crop top, that said, Villain Eve hates sex. Hate Villain Eve hates sex in big bold letters because I was trying to manifest it within the universe. And on the back, um, it's just like a little thing I did that's like Villanelle's house, Assassin Club. <laughs> Lady killers. And so that's in the back. And then I had a t-shirt, crop top, of course, underneath that read, Believe in Villanive. I believe it was Lauren who I saw in the messages. I'm gonna try to send a tweet. He was like, how do I get that? There's no way to get it right now. But soon, soon I will soon. make it possible for people to get it if they want it. And then I had on my Wawa Villanelle camouflage sweats because I felt like I was going to war going to war for my ship in this episode and God success was had let me tell you mm -hmm. we have won the day we have won the week we have won the year villainy fans we have so look she I can't even I, I don't even know what to do with my smell. notes she said look she can we just talk for a second friends so first of all I think we can all agree that Smell me, Eve. 
I think we can all agree that this is the this is the line until it is superseded potentially by the context of should you lead or should I or paraphrasing. That oh, right, time. right, right. Like this is on par with Villanelle's top lines of I think about you too. I masturbate about you a lot. Series one. And then season two, series two, we have I'm expensive. Will you give me everything I want? Yes. Which is on par. And then for series three. Smell me, Eve. Like, wow! What do I Laura, smell like Laura, to you? Laura, what a line. See, there's... <laughs> let me keep my dirty jokes to myself. <laughs> like, girl, look at the sun. Look at how bright it is. Eve was like... <laughs> Eve was like, look at the sun. <laughs> look at how bright it is. I just feel like Eve was looking at her like, smell what? <laughs> Stop. Stop, Candace. Where is like, my mind? <laughs> where is my mind? Smell me, Eve. What's the point? <laughs> She's like, literally, I'm engulfed in you right now. So I I'm breathing and I'm smelling you, actually. Right. Just as like, I breathe, I smell you. you. Right. I'm breathing so much, I am literally tasting. My tongue, it's burning. I can taste it in my mouth. That's why she had to go in for the kiss. Right. She was like, I'm the mist, the... <laughs> and then, of course, the fandom, someone found a way they slowed down. Okay, so... <laughs> so someone well, I didn't has... see that Yeah, I've not been to the internet to see what the fans have created. Because well, I've not had the... the the patience or the calmness to sit and scroll well someone and it's too many people have it for it to be fake and then hopefully it's not fake but it's like there's there's the kiss and then like as the kiss breaks there's a little bit of of lip like you know after kiss (laughs) i I mean that's the best story i can kiss i can call it It's, it's after kiss where it's like what are your thoughts on eve's eyes being open I think when you're doing something that scares you to show how not scared you are that you would try to keep your eyes open. So she could be, it, I don't want to use things like queer panic, but like she could be doing a queer thing. A gay panic? Right. That She's doing a queer thing and she's new. It should be not as scary as it is, but it's scary, but she's trying to show i guess that she's it, it's it was it was driven i think the eyes open was even though Bruno mars has a weird song where he's like she <laughs> had her eyes wide open why were they open well Lord. i mean they, they were open because they were open and there's nothing wrong with that i guess some people like to do things in the dark i hear that evil grows in the dark but maybe love and dark eve blooms in the light, okay? So I was about to play that Katy Perry. I kissed the girl <laughs> and I liked it. Hope my husband don't mind it. Sorry. And he doesn't. Right. He doesn't. Cause at all. He's in Poland, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like I am half with you in agreement on the eyes. I have a couple of ways in which I have thought about it. And I suppose when all of my brain cells return to me and we muse later on in the week, I'll probably have more to say. But what you said about fearlessness or trying to show fearlessness is an aspect of it because I can think of a number of film instances and perhaps I will bring these up in a snack where the protagonist kissed with their eyes open and dramatically it made sense and held weight for the characters. And of note was that both Eve and Villanelle's eyes were open the entire mm. time. And so at least from what I recall in my viewings <laughs> is that Villanelle was looking at her and she was looking right into Villanelle's eyes. And so Eve's eyes, they look like they got wider as she actually went to the kiss. And so I feel like that is I the, feel. that is literally the wide away. Yes. That is, that is, 
that is reactionary Eve who, I mean, if we're going to just go into Candace's mind of what is canon until it's not, that Villanelle saying smell me, like smell me, what took Eve right back to being against the fridge. And right. literally, literally Villanelle is, on top of her so right. it might as well be the fucking fridge right so it was essentially villanelle talking eve through her her, her. i don't think villanelle was talking eve through shit i think villanelle was taken completely by surprise and that's what i wanted for villanelle i wanted villanelle to be shocked by eve and in my opinion she was i don't know what she expected when she got on that bus but i don't think she got what she expected I think she probably expected to have a conversation because even if you go based off what her interactions with Eve have been prior to this point, there's no expectation for violence, let alone a kiss. Eve never has a chance. She's always like, oh, maybe I could scheme at this. And then I was like, I see you. I got you. I have your whole number. So let's just not and have our little fun <laughs> conversation. That wasn't Eve said nothing. Eve said nothing. Everything was said by Villanelle. So we are dealing with an Eve that is entirely reactionary. She's reactionary when she sees this fucking face. First she's shocked. Then she's like, I got to run to you and do violence. But I'm shitty at doing violence. So it's a hot fucking mess. And it's just going to make Villanelle giggle. Like when she got the, the toilet brush. It's the same thing. Right. She was like, oh, you in here, bitch. I got you. And Villanelle looks at the toilet brush like, girl, I what, you gonna give me bacteria to death? What is this? And it's the same fucking shit. And she went in there with her fist flying. And Villanelle was like, this is adorable. <laughs> I, Eve, this is why I told you not to be brave when we were in Rome because you have no hands, no skills, and someone's going to take you down real fucking quick. And so I just feel like she she was staring because she wanted to see it and experience it. Like she wants to see, there's multiple reasons in my head. She wants to see Villanelle's reaction. She wants to show Villanelle she's in control and that she's doing it of her own accord. She has to keep her right. eyes open because it's in the situation and it's just like this very visceral connection. And if you think about how these bitches stare, they stare all the goddamn time. It kind of makes sense that their first kiss would be like, I'm staring deeply into your fucking pupils yep. as I do this. And so we are both clocking each other's stuff, which is why I feel like when Villanelle gets off the bus, that's why she got that fucking giddy ass grin of like, oh my God. Oh, she, she's really into me, actually. <laughs> Shooting her was the best thing I could have done because if this is what happens when you shoot a bitch, because I, I, didn't, I didn't shoot her. And I was like, let's go make spaghetti. And she shirked me off so many times I lost count and it gave me shivers. But- I, I actually shoot her and just show up. And now she has all this outward passion, expressed passion. Because remember Muted Eve? Muted Eve in Rome? Muted Eve when she was dealing with the ghost? Just compressed, constrained. Just here, her hair was down, but she was completely constrained elsewhere. On the bus, hair was up, but she could give a fuck else about what was going on. And I love it, you guys. I, I love it. And the people on the bus. You saw the auntie <laughs> behind? She was like, excuse me, let I need me, to move to the front of the bus. Half them was like, maybe we should call 999. But then they saw the kiss and was like, oh, never, never oh, mind. Oh, you, I, I'm never. surprised no one put their phone out. Because they're like, well, they were fighting. And then they were kissing. And then they were fighting again. Right. Well, one girl tucked and rolled out of the front door. And I didn't even see how she did it. I just, <laughs> she was right. just out, out of there. Right. And that's what I also think is great is when we get to the headbutt and we have the kiss. And Villanelle's having her reaction of like, What? And Eve is like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. We do it. I, I am doing this. We are doing this. This is happening. That is a place to be. Right. And I think she thinks so long about it that she's like, oh, you are you enjoying this? I mean, I'm enjoying it too. But you know what? I just remembered headbutt. And Villanelle's like, oh, okay. So that hurt. And I have things to do. So <laughs> I'll be out. We will be to be to be continued. To be right. continued. To be continued. Um, tell your petticoats I said hi. <laughs> She said, bitch, my petticoats already told this bus seat. Hello. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listeners. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> really sorry. I'm just and trying to speak the Eve truth. Eve took an extra moment to just, uh, maybe if I just lay still, I'll dry up a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. She was laying still to get them twitches out. Right. Those after waves, after currents of, ooh. Good Lord. <laughs> I feel like Villanelle saw her having her aftershocks to the window. And that's why she was partly grinning like, look at right. that. Uh-huh. Look at the O. Damn, okay. Look at the O reverberate. <laughs> Literally, Villanelle was this much in her face. She had her body weight on her. Like, that's... Uh, Eve was fucked up. She was all the way fucked up. That's why she went for the kiss. She was like, why are you on top of me? Why are you on top of me like this? And you haven't even hit me that one time. So let me get you the one way I can with this headbutt. So technically, Eve is the only one. Like, we said Villanelle won, and she did, ultimately, because she got a kiss and she got confirmation of Eve's feelings. But Eve is the only one with violence that was well, successful, actually, even right, though she yeah. gave her own self the knot. She did give her own self <laughs> the knot. Fat headbutt. headbutt, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. If you've not done a headbutt before, don't. Because it's it takes accuracy, and some might say practice, to not knock yourself out if you do a headbutt. Like, every, Eve walked into the battlefield. Everybody thought that she was a battered woman. <laughs> like, I mean, she did not look like someone who just got her O and was just trying to, you know, manage. And everyone was staring at her to the point where the phones were ringing. No one was answering the phones. <laughs> I just don't know how you tell how one bitch tell another bitch to smell me. I... <laughs> Was it Salvia? Who said they were going to use that as a pickup line in the live? Oh, Somebody I think said it was, that. Lord. And you should, please. Like, <laughs> you might get slapped depending on the person, though, if right. they don't fully, un- if they were not a killing Eve watcher. It's just like, hey, smell me. And they're like, wait, what? Smell where? What do I smell like to you? Smell like nice. I just think the smell is. That is sentiment? To me, that's actually a really good pickup line because, like I said to you, chemical reactions and stuff. If you enjoy someone's organic smell, chances are other things, at least physically, may be compatible. Oh, nice. Well, <laughs> and what had me screaming extra, of course, was the song lyrics that were playing by Unloved during this fucking time. The title of the song is Strange Effect, and some of you might already be familiar with it because it's a cover, and a number of people have recorded this song over the past, I guess, several decades, actually. Um, one of the ones that I'm most familiar with is Hooverphonic. From, I want to say the 90s, because it showed up in La Femme Nikita and a few other places. And I loved the original La Femme Nikita on, I want to say USA with Peter Wilson, because the the soundtrack they used for the show was very obscure. They were using a lot of indie musicians, a lot of electronic music and stuff like that. And so that's where I know that from. But the lyrics are so apropos. And so the lyrics are like, you've got this strange effect on me and I like it. You make my world in white. You make my darkness bright. Oh, yes. You've got this strange effect on me and I like it and I like it. And around the part where they like separate those lines of and I like the way you kiss me. Don't know if I should. But this feeling, it's love and I know it. That's why I feel good. Listen, (laughs) if you guys didn't look up these damn lyrics. The lyrics are literally slapping you in the face, in the mouth. On the lips. It depends you on where you You make my world in white. You make my darkness bright. Oh, yes. You've got the strange effect on Isn't me. And I like it. Because. It's, it's villainy. Right. I feel like we've we've been mentioning several episodes where it's like, my world. I mean, it was in black and white. And then I met you. And, and then, then I met you in Technicolor. Right. I went from Pleasantville to. I just realized Pleasantville goes from black and white to color. So I didn't have a follow up for that. Oh, I think it does. You're right. No, that, that's that's the movie. That is the whole thing, right? It's um, Reese Witherspoon and. Toby, Toby. One of them. I only know one Toby. So when you say one of them, I I get... Yes, Spider-Man. Yeah, that one. 
I don't know any other Toby actors. There's a dog named Toby that scoots his booty on the carpet. Boo! 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 Mommy, check out Toby's new trick. Oh, why it's would a, you? It's a cute. It's no. a cute. Right? No, no that's that, not cute. That was the mom. The mom was like, oh my God, Toby! The, the mom was through. But that dog was like having the time of his life. The dog would have been kicked the fuck out. <laughs> I have three dogs, and if I seat any one of them, <laughs> do that with their butt, we'd be scrapping. You know that meme where the grown adult is fighting the baby? Uh, okay, that would be yeah. me with my dogs. Like, oh, no. oh you scooting. Oh, what? We are dragging doo-doo stains. We are dragging stains across the whole rock. And plus, I, my dogs are old. You know, I've had them for a while. And they know me well enough to know what what isn't right. Oh, it's okay. like with my cat. My cat, Orca, when I come in and she, like I say, she jump on my shit. And I have allergies, but I still have all these animals. And she'll be on my shit. And I'll be like, yo, what the fuck, bitch? And she'll be like, meow, 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 meow. so we have these conversations. I don't know. I feel like other animal owners out there, you guys know what I'm talking about. Right. You have a conversation with your pet. You know what's going on and it's happening. Other people might not, but between right. you and your animal, it's good. Right. Y'all know. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Booty and so, yes, we get Eve. <laughs> we get busted up Eve. <laughs> sauntering all sore and shit into the bitter pill. Look at a hot mess. Blood coming from her nose. I said, Eve, you couldn't even take your sleeve with that? <laughs> Wipe the blood? Right, she could have. Like, Big old mm. knot on her head. Get some ice. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. So Jamie brings her into his office because he's like, look, I don't give a damn. He's like, bitch, if you don't talk about it, then don't. But um, what about this investigation now? <laughs> right, he was like, you don't got to tell me anything about this as long as that has nothing to do with our investigation. Oh, actually, she was like, oh. before she goes in the office, we get a quick cut to Carolyn and Mo again, and they're on the stakeout because we yes. kind of go back and forth a little bit. And she offers him like some chocolate in the interim. Yeah. Because he's like, should we just go up inside? And she's like, no, no, no. Inside, we're not safe. We're vulnerable and we're exposed. But outside, he's accountable. And I'm like, oh. Simo, this is why you get paired with a veteran. So you don't just run in there because you'd have been dead in episode three. Mm -hmm. Making Terrence real sad. Had you done that? Yeah, I didn't need that. Mm -mm. Did not need that at all. And then we're back to Jamie talking about, listen, I don't give a fuck about anything that you say or do. I just want to know where we are going with this investigation. Here she goes. This is assassin. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I, like you could this, these are things that you should have probably said. I guess you didn't know how relevant it was all going to be. I get it. But when you were talking about the death of Fat Panda, I mean, you have to mention the assassin who did that, right? Like, no. how, uh, maybe not. Sure, not necessarily. This it depends what you're what you're what you're trailing. The, the assassin works for the twelve. Like, oh, okay, here we go. And but wait, she told me that she's not here for me. So now we have to think of who else she could be in London. Four. Wait, wait, you are, sorry, you Am skipped, you skipped oh, okay. a bunch. So after Jamie's like, I don't give a shit, just give me investigation stuff. We are back to Carolyn and Mo, and they're discussing the chocolate. And suddenly she sees Charles, heavy quotations, Charles, as that's not his government name, Sergey. Right. And after Charles sees Carolyn, he appropriately runs, which I'm like, oh, he's afraid of Carolyn. That's fantastic. And Carolyn's like, Mo, follow that bitch. And Mo's like, oh, I don't. I think we have to because um <laughs> look at him he's right. winded <laughs> right like six six gate panels later he's like oh god <sighs> he's like i don't think we're gonna lose him carol and i really don't think we're gonna lose him so they do the they lower uh, what is it called when you have the lights low the lights oh yeah low and you, the, just turn off the headlights right. or whatever and, you like, and then we cut to villanelle who's now in a cop outfit 
I couldn't see if the gray suit was underneath. I'll have to pay more attention and scream less next time on my eighth watch or whatever it's going to be. But she's on a motorbike or a scooter. Uh, shout out to all motorcycle riders out there. Right. And Carolyn is approaching Charles and offering him a ride. She's like, hey, bitch, can I give you a ride? Maybe to the hospital. <laughs> what you need? And he's like, oh, man, you got me, Carolyn. And then we're back to Eve trying to figure out who Villanelle is here for since she told Villanelle, I'm not here for you. And starts freaking out. Like, yo, who doesn't answer the phone on the stakeout after fucking right. deducing that it's probably fucking Carolyn in danger? Because she's like, if it's not me and it's not, okay, uh, 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 uh. there's only so many people on a hit list that the 12 knows about in relation to Eve. I like a huge trying to pull up this projector type thing. Like, was it like a projected monitor? Because he turned it on. It like he was going to start typing in it, but then Eve cuts him off all the way and is like, it's Carolyn. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. We never got to see what the technology could have looked like. It was, there was, there was never it. a chance. Stop it. I'm yes, sure we know. whenever was, I investigate the technology on Killing Eve, it's Excel. it will give me gosheries. It's Excel. We, it's we know it's Excel. It's fine. And then, uh, so Carolyn starts uh, cracking jokes in the backseat to her, to Sergey. Oh, yeah. We're back in the car with her, Mo and Charles. And, she's, and like, hmm. uh, she's like, oh, do you want chocolate? But also let me let you know that I know about other things about your life. Hey, how's your kid? And I thought that was interesting because we just learned from the conversation Charles had with Constantine as he volunteered his information about his kid. I partly had to wonder about a bug just because everything she said was what he said to Constantine. So either she has a bug or had something going on with Charles or her and Constantine are... Uh, I don't a hot know. mess right yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> which is why that line about before she took her shower is is something that's right, ringing right. in my ears yes, exactly yes i i do believe it was a sisyphean <laughs> right. statement if there ever was one but then she busts this move <laughs> where she like does like oh right she's like because she's like oh what about your son in the modern dance or whatever how does he do the pop block <laughs> yo fiona shaw <laughs> fiona shaw listen bitch that was fly. I don't, just the way she, like, why is she so fucking cool is really the question. Why is Fiona Shaw so cool? I don't know. But I, I, I don't know what I thought that was in the trailer. I just know that I liked the way it looked with right. her face. And to right. know that she was out here doing some sort of, some sort of, <laughs> some sort of trolly, but like expertly done, wonderful dance move while she is talking shit. To right, Charles, right. who's definitely pissing his pants, if I had to guess. She's like, hmm, I always wondered what happened to you after you left and disappeared. You know, something told me that you just became more acquainted with the 12. And of course, he can't answer. He but. can't. He's just like, <laughs> I hate the way you always know everything, Carolyn. You know what my wife is doing, what my kids are doing, what I'm doing. Fuck you. He's like, well, you know, it's, it's not easy being me, <laughs> Carolyn Maltons. But they're back in the car. And for a minute, I thought maybe Carolyn noticed Villanelle following, but I think it was just like, oh, hey, I'm a cop tailing you and yeah. I'm going to give you a fucking ticket for some bullshit because they pull over. But just as Villanelle has pulled over to approach the car, Carolyn finally gets a text from Eve, which I'm like, Eve, why didn't you text first? Right. Why did you text first? This People don't answer their fucking phones. This is a texting generation. It's I get texting. That Send a text. Lord. And also just because I'm ridiculous, it's highly unlikely that Eve could have misspelled that on her smartphone when she would have been spelling it correctly. We all know that our smartphones are super annoying. And even though you've typed in something deliberately, it changes it for you. Right. Like so danger, just missing right. an A, but having the NGR. Come right. on now. Like that could have been a real danger. It just, it didn't, because you don't even have to type it. 
You could just type D-N-G-R in your phone. We'll put in well, that vowels. I have a Bing OS. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Bing OS lets me do all the shorthand I want. And so Carolyn finally sees this message and she looks at it and but Villanelle's she puts literally two, right two there. Together, right. And there's right a there. gun right at the windshield. And I was stressed. I'm not going to lie. I had all the logical facts about why Carolyn definitely couldn't die this episode. But there was a moment after Villanelle pulled that fucking trigger when Mo is looking at. And I thought Mo was out the pain too, but Listen, he wasn't. Listen, I, I clenched. I was and not. He, you did clench. <laughs> and when he was like touching Carolyn and she was stiff for a second, we were saying all the prayers and I was like no 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 right. I was like this can't be I was right. like the killing you Vlad us do they have Fiona show lie to us because they didn't want us to know but thankfully that was not the case and she was just knocked she the fuck out too. Right. because then, some glass shards unfortunately went into her face and we took this you know moment to be you know just relieved it was like oh, okay everybody survived well not really because oh we, please we i in knew the charles's seat. brains were gonna be in the back of the windshield it looked like pulp fiction it was terrible <laughs> it was ugh. I mean, it's unfortunate for him. Unfortunate for Charles, but that's what happens when you are an accountant for a crime syndicate. You could get got at some point in time in your career. You may not be allowed to retire, or your retirement may be forced retirement of the kind that involves a bullet to the back of your fucking head. He has gone. <laughs> He's gone. Charles is gone. Long live. Charles is gone. So after that, we cut to Villanelle, who is back at her hotel room i guess her hotel suite watching the news and i was like why is philadelphia watching the news is she just bored there's no cartoons on and they're fucking talking about the husband Two of a classical later. musician <laughs> right and a political influencer getting his baby back and so we get confirmation that this woman was a political influencer on top of being a musician, which is in line with this fucking shit that seems to be happening in Spain. What is happening in Spain? Who's trying to get elected in Spain? What is happening there? That the 12 is so keen to disrupt political people. And also, they've all been women so far. I've noticed that. And I, I have mean, because issues. have we killed a dude? I've been technically, technically the job with Felix was a dude. Technically. But two of the agitators, because I don't think, you know, I have to review because I'm not sure, but I don't know if we got a, a reason for the clown murder outside of training Phoenix. But we did get reasons for why these women were killed and they were both right, political, they were definitely agitators. political agitators. Right. Yes. So that's interesting. And maybe they were even related. Who knows? And then after this scene, she's watching the baby the entire time during the news press conference. And she's like, oh, the baby looks so happy. And she looks surprised, which it perplexes me. I'll save most of my screaming for the musing since we are way too jaunty in this recording. But I, I'm, you guys, I'm a little weirded out. I would love to hear your thoughts on this developing storyline of Villanelle and the baby. And, you know, as we'll get to with the Constantine scene, by extension, her interest in herself as a baby and in her family, I'm having a hard time piecing together where the fuck this is coming from Villanelle. So far, all I've got is Eve has rocked her so intensely that she is just like walking it back to, to her origin story or something. <laughs> and she's trying to figure out how Villanelle came to be, to be this um, fucked over and fucked around by a woman that she never expected for it to happen to. So that's all I have there. But I would love to hear what you guys are thinking because that, that shit took me for a fucking loop that Villanelle is watching the news, that she's somehow perplexed about why someone would care about a baby when she's very smart. And you should just know that babies are the epitome of innocence. 
Even if you don't get it or care about it, you should be able to perceive that knowledge. Right, right. And so it's interesting to me that they're sort of acting like the Villanelle has like never seen a baby, doesn't know what to do with a baby, doesn't understand babies, and is, and is now super curious about herself as a baby. Because I'm sort of like, as far as we know, she wasn't an orphan. As far as we know, she was just with a potentially shitty home life, uh, a drunk father, a mother that passed away right. early. And she ended up at this school because of crimes she committed in attacks. So it's interesting to me because I'm like, what's happening here? Is there some sort of like weird traumatic memory loss? That can happen to people where you repress stuff and then you don't figure it out until you're much older. Or maybe you have some hypnotism or um, some current trauma reawakens the issue for you. So I, 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 I don't know where they're going with this is what I'm saying. I don't know right. where they're going. No, and I feel right. like they're going to resolve it in an episode. And I just hope I don't get pissed off. That you're, that you're bringing this shit in like you're trying to make it deep, but then it's wrapped up in a fucking episode. I, I don't, I don't know. And an episode, you guys, entirely dedicated to Villanelle, which is scary. <laughs> that is scary. because what scary, you, but What are you right. cutting to? Like, who, who else is in the scene that we want to see that's not Jodie Comer? Literally, who else is in the scene that we want to see that's not Jodie Comer? No one. It's a lot. I mean, best of luck, I guess. But depending on whose episode that is, it'll be amazing. It'll be... Well, either way, it'd be amazing, but it's a lot of pressure is what that is. And alternatively, when I was thinking about the baby and why Villanelle is potentially so fascinated because it's, you know, it's thrown me for a loop and I'm like, well, okay. With how they're trying to do parallels this season, what's another way to look at this? And I'm wondering if we take another approach at looking at Villanelle's wonderment and confusion. It seems to circle around this baby's innocence and the fact that even though practically a self-serving person should be like well i would prefer for the baby not to die but if you have to choose someone i'm gonna choose me in my life and the baby is barely here it's barely done anything so take out the little human but instead as Villanelle observed with the nanny and then perhaps as the day continued and certainly watching the news a few days later that she is fascinated by babies because they're the one human most other humans will do anything to protect, never say no to, mm. and love unconditionally. And perhaps Villanelle is wondering if she was ever the beneficiary of such love, the unconditional kind, in the wake of not receiving it from Eve, the one person she thought she was definitely going to get it from in series two. And when you think about unconditional versus conditional love, that's sort of all she's had with the primaries right. that have been in her life. Whether you're talking about Anna, conditional, or seemed unconditional until it until, was conditional right. with a knob. Constantine seemed potentially maybe in a moment unconditional to her. But end of series two, Constantine made it very clear. Yeah, I care about you, but you're not my family. So, and we know that that stung Villanelle. And then, of course, sure Eve. Did. Right. And then, of course, Eve, because uh, of what happened in the ruins and the fact that in episode five of series two, she was like, Will you give him everything I want? And he was like, yes, bitch, without hesitation. But by the time we got to episode eight, Eve's love appeared to be conditional to Villanelle, where she seemed to be all in no matter what. But Eve was not. And so perhaps this also extends to her family in the past. And perhaps she's curious about these things because you can't really remember what you did as a baby. And maybe she's curious about, have I ever been loved unconditionally? And if I have been loved unconditionally, it must have been when I was a baby when everyone else seems to love these uh -huh. mini humans unconditionally. Okay. 
So she might be looking for that love or trying to remember that love or recall that love if it existed by going down this path of childhood and family and curiosities. So that's just sort of where I am with that. Like it, it perplexes me, but it also interests me in that way to see what they'll make of it because that's the only way that I can try to make sense of it is that love is lacking for Villanelle and everyone, including Eve, seems to think she doesn't know what it is or how to experience it or how to give it. And so perhaps by trying to track back her origin story, she can better understand things. Because I think, at least, I mean, until it's disproven, and I certainly don't think that Villanelle's on some polarized spectrum where she has no feelings. No, I no, think no. that she right. wants to, well, we know she wants a person. And we know she wants that person to stick around. And it seems like, especially if we go with the Eve thing, she's like, well, I've struck out continuously and I keep fucking up and what do what has to happen with me or with someone else for this not for this disappointment like she says to Constantine if I killed everyone who betrayed me there'd be, there'd no, be no one no left <sighs> anyway that that shit is heartbreaking that shit makes me want to sing um Tony Braxton unbreak my heart <laughs> say love me again Sorry, guys. I mean, if this is... Undo this hurt you cause when you walk, walk out, out the, the ruins and, and walked out of my life. <laughs> Uncry these tears. I cried so many nights in Amsterdam. Unbreak my heart. Oh, right. You owe her for Amsterdam. Then again, uh, they've yet to bring it up. <laughs> stutters. Stutters right. because, yes, that's we are desperate for someone to bring up Amsterdam. Uh, Carolyn? Um, Villanelle, um, anyone. And the only person who can't bring it up is Eve because Eve doesn't fucking know what right, went on in Amsterdam. Right. So anyway, guys, those are my current thoughts around Villanelle and the baby and what it could mean for the narrative going forward. And ultimately, I, f I find it very heartbreaking that this potentially is where it's going because it points to a profound, I think, sense of loneliness in Villanelle. Um, that is unfortunate, literally for any human that might be on the planet. I mean, that's a... If you, if you feel like you're the only one who got your back, like, that's a, that's a wild place to be. I consider Agreed. myself very self-sufficient, but I'm also keenly aware that there are a few people, core people on the planet who I feel authentically would always have my back, including my mother. And so if you're... I don't know what that existence is, or, like, my friends who've had their mothers pass away while they were younger and in their adolescence. Like, right. that shit is fucking that's something else. Agreed. And as strong as I consider myself to be, I don't know who I would be if I if I'd lost my mom when I was an adolescent. So given that that's villanelle, that's villanelle. And sometimes our parents or just like the guardian figures in our lives can do so much to build up or tear down, you know, your yeah. your confidence, your understanding of, of affection and love. And so I, in a way, even though I was mostly bothered by this family bullshit, as long as it connects back ultimately to Eve and what she is trying to feel or experience or understand. And maybe she's trying to get to that statement that Eve said in the ruins where she's like, I love you. I do. And she's like, no, no, you don't know what, don't that, know what is. that is. So right. I want her at the end of episode eight for series three to say, I do know what that is. And for Eve to agree and for them to smash. <laughs> so you look at you're like, Candace was feeling so intellectual I mean, profound that she's like, let's get to smash. <laughs> Hey, I mean, if that's where it leads, it's where it leads. Okay? I was wearing a hoodie today that said Villainy hate sex, you guys. So that is where I'm at. That's where I'm always going to be at. Yeah, so she's fascinated by the damn baby. And then we cut away back to Carolyn, who's Who getting home. makes it home, right? Bloody and shit. Her blood is literally still on her face. And Geraldine is right there. Right, she you guys, the door. to greet her and give her a hug. And I know Geraldine can be annoying, but she is trying so fucking hard. 
to just love her mother. And I can't help but feel a way about that. And I wonder if Mo, that's what I said to you. I'm like, Mo probably called. It was like, hey, Geraldine. Possible, yeah. Carolyn and I were just in a fucking thing, so (laughs) maybe just check on your mom when she gets home, because she was literally right at the door. Like she knew something was going on, and just was like, here, take this hug. And Carolyn awkwardly like, okay, um, yes, okay, thanks. Let me just give you this awkward pat on the back. Right. It was like she doesn't like, know what to do with the affection. Right. 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 That's right. not how she would deal with it with Kenny. They would just sort of look at each other. Right. Acknowledge some fuck shit. And she would offer to make a sandwich or Kenny would offer to make a sandwich for her. And she's basically like, listen, I'm home. Okay. No need to freak out. <laughs> I'm here and I'm okay. But also, um, sweetie, uh, darling, could you pour mama a glass of whiskey? Because girl. Right. I right. need it. I need it. I was like, yes, look at her being useful. <laughs> useful to mama's. Good. Good, 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 good. Pour up. Drink. <laughs> Wake up. Drink. We all take turns the whole with that song. Right. That is the whole cast. It really is. Where are we? Okay, so we just do that. Yes. Um, oh, Eve, waiting for the bus. Yes. She is waiting for the bus. It is evening, and she is thinking about her life, her choices, and her sapphic needs. The bus finally pulls up, and the driver's like, hey, girl, um, you coming in? And she's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I need to sit here and ponder and actually being on a bus this soon again after my really intense experience <laughs> on the bus, I don't I know if I'm ready right. for those flashbacks right, because right. I don't want to have spontaneous O's in front of all you people. So I'm going to just sit here by myself. So I, whatever, what did I put? I put down, even seeing at the bus stop, likely knowing that Villanelle took out her only lead to what Kenny was working on. Money has still moved, but one end point is a bust. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. she's here like, this is what Kenny gave me. This, in a sense, was his dying request. And I can't fulfill this request. I don't know that she can't fulfill it, but she's got a a barrier or a delay. Right, she lost the lead. Right, right, right. Uh, But for her, I don't know. But she's Eve fucking Pilastri, and she can find another lead. I hope that's what she remembers. That she found all the leads. That's what I want her to remember. But I just don't know if she's in the mindset to... What is... Oh, I thought I was hearing things. Oh, no, uh, (laughs) it's because the sun is up and people are returning to their work. And that is a truck... I wonder if it will leave soon because it probably can be heard. I hope not. Well, we'll we'll see. Right. Uh, so I'm going to definitely double down and agree with you that I need Eve Palastri to remember. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And, you Palastri. know, I want to like shadow, finish shadow boxing, get up off of that seat and do what you got to do next. Find that next lead because it's, it's not over. So you'll be fine. Uh, we have Constantine turning down. What is he? He does like his toothbrushing thing. That's an interesting mug he uses to gargle with. Uh, oh, in this next there. scene. Oh, I love how you paid attention to all that bullshit. I really didn't. I you missed know. it all. I just, right. I just remember Constantine in bed. I know he did other stuff, but I was like, <laughs> Constantine is in bed and Villanelle's in there being foolish. You know, he turns down sheets and gets into the bed. I don't know how you turn down sheets and not notice someone else is in the bed with you, but maybe his bed is just that big and he doesn't notice, so he lays Bitch, down. I don't know. I don't know how people do that. I don't know what that is to not know that <laughs> someone is in right. your immediate space. Like, I just... Like, you're in the bed. And I guess your bed is just so big that you don't notice that right. someone else is in the bed at the same time. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't have those kind of issues of not sensing people in the room. But maybe that's, like, an energy thing or just, like, a, ay, Dios. And again, on, spe- on sensing energy in the room, why is Eve, hello? You live alone, Eve. <laughs> Who are you helloing to? Like, I just. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
Like Constantine is like, there's a whole ass human in my bed. But I don't, not only do I not feel the dent off in the bed, the weight of the mattress, I don't sense anything. I don't, nothing is here. Why are you a spy, Constantine? Why do you work for the 12 when you have no actual skills, Constantine? Why? thinking about needing to come up with $6 million or whatever. It, it took all his spoons. Right. It took it, all his right. spoons. All That's true, because what Villanelle was like, um, after she scared the shit out of him, he just got back into bed. He was like, listen, bitch, <laughs> you could give me a heart attack. This is not good for my health. Excuse me. And he literally tucked himself back in, you guys. Went under the covers. Just, <laughs> um, good night. And Villanelle's like, yo, um, you're not even going to ask why I'm in your bed, bitch? What the fuck? And he's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm sick of the games. I got to find six mil. So, no. And she was like, mm, you're not going to find six mil. Like, not, I mean, you can't even sell your kidneys. She was she like, so she told Constantine to stay in his lane and his cost bracket. And right. it's not apparently six million dollars. And if anyone would know, wouldn't Villanelle know? And then, of course, she makes him smell her. Which is, I'm like, well, uh, it, okay. It, it reduced weird. the smell for right. me. I was like, only have, like, I said that in the live. I was like, you should only tell women to smell you if, I mean, masandre. And he didn't get it. He was like, I don't know. I don't understand the smell. What am I doing? She, she told him, like, this is power. She told him that it was power. And I don't know if he believed her or not because he didn't seem to want to react in a favorable way to her. Like, it was almost like he didn't care. Well, I don't think Constantine was. cares about the aphrodisiac of mixing Villanelle's new power scent with her actual scent, which definitely would get Eve going and off and all that stuff. Right. So it's a different thing. But I guess, I, I guess I'm curious as to why. I mean, if I go back with the analogy of, okay, conditional love, then it would make sense that she would try to preen, in a sense, like this, in front of Constantine and right. Eve, because they both have been like, oh, this is conditional. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you have to be kept over here. So that's an option. But um, otherwise, I'm, you know, I'm a, outside of Villanelle being just obsessed and fixated with this new power jaunt she's on. Right now, those are my only feelings as to why she's doing it. Okay. And so she's bugging him because, you know, he's in bed and he's pretending to be asleep at this point. She's like, well, what do you think I was like as a baby? Do you think I was cute? Do you think do you think I was pretty? Do you think I made people happy? And that is actually the kicker. That's actually the sadness. That's actually the badness. The sadness and the badness. And, you know, he's quiet. He's pretending like he's asleep. And so she's like, wakey, wakey, Constantine. Because she wants an attention. answer. Right. Attention and an answer. Right. He's like, no, you were probably. He said, no, he said something. You say you were. Did he say ugly or something hideous? Something like that. I feel like he said ugly or hideous. I probably blocked it, but it wasn't nice. It was. And then he said her head was bulbous, and I'm like, how? Who finds babies unattractive? That's takes a special kind of human, because <laughs> um, most babies look the same, right? Some of them just look fresh into the world where you're like, oh, that's... Mm. And then, you know, they settle in, which means their skin gets less wrinkly. And then, like, the hair starts to do to stuff that right. looks normal. Right. Right. But Constantine was probably extra pissed because he was, well, woken yeah. up in right. a pretty rude way. So he didn't right. have any nice words for fucking Villanelle. And, of course, her response was, oh, now you're just trying to get a reaction. He's like, no, I saw these pictures. Yeah, you looked crazy. Yo, he's like, I saw them. So she, so she, with her gotcha, was like, oh, so who was in the pictures with me? And then, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, don't, I remember that you were unattractive, but I can't remember with whomst. And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting, Constantine. It's very interesting how your memory works. So you remember how, how I looked, just not who I was with. Interesting. So you know what you should do? You should do me this solid, Constantine, where you... um. Just, he's definitely lying. find right? my, like my he's people for me. Where I feel like, again, uh, there's going to reach a point where Villanelle is going to be like, well... There's no use for you because you're not, you're not getting me what I need. 
and until that point comes, he's sort of safe from her mm. until she's like, oh, you were just playing me this whole time. Just like how he said, oh, but I thought you said you were going to kill Dasha. She, she just might. As soon as, if at any point she feels that Dasha is on the, oh, you just pulling this. Because you saw her next episode in the preview. Oh, you're so close to getting with you. Really? Dasha's like been saying that the entire <laughs> time so far, but I have also said from the beginning that Dasha never intended or never, in my mind, intends to give Villanelle what she wants because mm. she does not have the power to do it. And also, just out of common fucking sense, no one in the 12 would give Villanelle that position, right. knowing how unpredictable she is. Right. Like, why would you do that? Why would you put yourself at risk with someone who's better at killing than you? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. And so Constantine, after hearing Villanelle's request to try to find her family, he, instead of saying, yes, I'll do it, or no, I won't, he takes his... <laughs> he takes a little his, pillow, a little he's blankie. Like, I'm going to sleep on, on the, the couch. couch. <laughs> like, what? On Ever the couch, on the couch. <laughs> and then Villanelle's left in the bed all alone with her teddy bear shirt. Her teddy bear shirt. What do you guys think? I think she bought it at the store in which she bought the teddy for Eve, and that is how she's feeling close to Eve in her ridiculous fucking extra way, is by wearing this t-shirt. <laughs> I like that. I like it's that extra fuck, but I'm going with it. Don't take it from me. And then there's a cut to uh, Numalden inside of uh, Eve Flattery's house where she opens the door. She says, hello. And I first Again, thought- this <laughs> is like Kenny. This is like who earlier in the episode was saying hello to nobody. Oh, let's see. Someone else did it. In general, just saying hello. Well, I, Kenny. Oh, earlier this episode, mm-hmm. the composer, she was looking right. like... It was a, so was the a composer. Noise. Both of these bitches, what they doing? Like, has no one ever seen a horror film? And Eve. Eve. Instead of calling out hello, you should have said Villanelle. Now, that would have right. been accurate because your door has been unlocked the entire time, according to Kenny. You have just not given a shit. And now you in the house, hello. You should have been like, Vil, babe, come out. Oh, no. Okay, fine. Because, I i mean, I don't know. They have Villanelle <laughs> in Constantine's bed, and I suppose that it could be real time. But given Killing Eve science, I feel like I can do what I want and say that Villanelle was just skipping on out <laughs> when Eve got home. Oh, well, hey, actually. There's nothing to say the timeline's congruous. I mean, I don't right. really know. We already know they're doing crazy things in time. So, and so, uh, so Eve actually makes it Wait a minute. Too. Sorry, 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 sorry. I wonder because I'll have to rewatch it and I'll do it for the snack. But if there was a sound, which I feel like there was to potentially indicate someone being inside, because I feel like I heard something when we were watching to be like, oh, is, this is why Eve is saying hello. If it's not Villanelle and it's actually happening in real time, what's going on in Constantine's, maybe it's Dasha or someone else snooping on Eve, like to see what's going on with Villanelle, like a mm. like a inception, inception snoop. Right, right. Okay, where Villanelle's okay. on her bullshit and someone was sent to watch her to see that she was shopping for toys and doing other things that weren't just killing the accountant. And they're like, what is she leaving in Eve Palastri's thing? So I don't know. That was a really side random thing, but I'm just throwing it out there in case it's a fucking option because I just thought of it. Oh, I like that. So, so whoever came into the apartment cleaned Maybe oh, Dasha cleaned. You're trying to I say? know you think they cleaned. Someone cleaned. Which is why you're stuck on Villanelle, even though yes. I said we never seen Villanelle clean anything. So how do we know she's cleaning Eve's place? For Eve, she'll do anything. Well, I do believe that. And she didn't smack that bitch. And I just want to say I was never fully on board with Emerald writing that smack on Eve's face when she was in Rome. Oh, uh, yeah. I yes. know Villanelle's real different. I just don't feel like women you need to smack women right, that they are romantic with unless they're an abuser 
And nothing that we've seen about Villanelle with women indicates that she is abusive in that respect. I think that they chickened out of the kiss in that scene. I would agree. Because the kiss would have been you more appropriate. You needed a shock. Like a shock. Right, right, right. And then let us marinate on that shit. Make it quick. Make it a whatever. But um, we have moved on from Emerald's tale. And we're with Suzanne and Laura. And I'm feeling good. I definitely feel like I'm on some kind of unstable quicksand because I'm not sure altogether what's going on, but I do know that I'm having a lot of fucking fun. And my favorite murder wives are lining up more and more with the trajectory that I've been hoping for and waiting for for literally three years. I mean, it might as well be because we are in series three. We are in series three. And we're finally getting it. It's like the tweet I put out with the Tyler creator meme. Unfollow me now because this is all I'm going to be talking about for the next week. I've been waiting for this for years. What the fuck? You guys, that's me right now. So you've plastic your mixed to her bed. She does. She sits. She's like, bitch, I got to. Oh, wait. Ugh. Can we also talk about how sore this bitch is? Yes. And so I don't. I'm curious about what you guys think about this as well. But I'm wondering if Villanelle fucking with her and just like her extraness at losing that fight on the bus led to not just being sore in general, but an agitation of her scar. Because if we go based on how she was moving in episode one. And a bit of episode two is ginger as fuck. She was still acting as if there was issues with rotation or movement or whatever. And so that's, it didn't look like Villanelle hurt her. It looked like Eve hurt herself. Like Eve hurled herself across the thing and Villanelle was like, stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, let me just ping you down. Oh, you're so cute. Would you just stay here for a second? Would you just stay here? And Eve was like, take this kiss, bitch. And Villanelle was like, "Um, you got that. You got that because you got me with the kiss and then the headbutt. So good. Wow. Wow. Right, right. Eve and her soreness. And oh. if it was maybe exacerbated, agitated by Villanelle, maybe with how she was pressing her on the seat. Well, I, I did think that I thought that Villanelle could be with her knee in her chest like she was in the bathroom. But I think she more so straddled her, which is what extra distracted Eve. Because if someone has their knee in your chest or whatever, like, you're like, ow, that fucking hurt. And if you think about what happened in the bathroom... Eve couldn't shut the fuck up. She was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. sounding like motherfucking Xena, uh-huh. warrior princess in there. And so I think when Villanelle decided to try a different method of mounting, she was like, mount. <laughs> okay, my boobs are right here. Mm, cleavage in your face. I'm right here. Can you smell me, Eve? Smell me, Eve. And Eve was like, I am so sick of the fact that I can literally smell all of you. And I'm I'm upset. I'm upset that this kiss is going to be what I'm going to do. And after I do the kiss and I'm having to kiss and I'm, can't believe I'm doing this kiss that I'm already thinking, what am I going to do to still show that I have some power in this situation? Because this is not going to be a repeat of episode five, series one. Here, here's the headbutt. But Eve did not think it through because she headbutt on her eyebrow. Do you see that? I would like to give some (laughs) advice. Headbutt on the center, people. Headbutt with the center of your cranium, not your eyebrow, if you can. (laughs) Or just off center because it'll hurt more. It'll hurt more. Are you asking me if I've headbutt a man before? Yes. <laughs> In case you were wondering, has Candace ever headbutt a dude who deserved it? Yes, I have. And then we get Eve Palastri thinking about all of the trials of the day. Finally sitting on her bed, letting out an exhale. Oof, a little sore. Eve leans back. She's finally home. And the first thing she hears after she lays down fully is, Admitted, Eve, you wish I was here. Admitted, Admitted, Eve. 
and it's on loop. She's like, what is going on? She's checking her phone. It's not her phone. She's checking under the Well, I mean, it was because she's laying on it. Right. She's on the thing. And that was cute for Villanelle to go in her sheets. I would like to say in my mind as she rubbed one out in Eve's in, stained sheets. Right. Just to like have that fucking shit going on. Eve finally tears the sheets apart. She's like, what is this? It's a princess bear. She's mad. She rips open the bear. She completely destroys the bear. She gets the heart out. And then she starts doing that shit she did with the with the heart scar. Uh-huh, right. Like scratching where she starts fingering it and like sapphic ideas start to come into her mind and then she starts thinking about how much she actually loves the sound of Villanelle's voice she's like let me press it again let me press it again and again and again right eyes closing eyes and as closing. we said as we fade to black she was Eve, leaning roll back, back. Right. We, what did we say fat joe and lean, lean back lean back a lean back, back. <laughs> Like, you know what? Yeah. Even if you chose because we're getting another time jump as per usual. Of course, usual. we're getting another time so jump. Of you, course, we so are. So if you rub the few out, God. it is okay. If you did, they that's had to what rub you a did. few out. It's for it's for the good for their health, good for right. their mental science. health and their right. physical health, and for science. <laughs> All the things. So that's it. We motherfucking fade to black, okay? While Eve is playing the message over and over again and addressing the serious yearning of her loins. And my God, don't they have to smash now? Don't you guys see my TED Talks? It's long my TED overdue. Talks from it's the beginning overdue. of the year. It makes sense now. It's all making sense, you guys. It's all coming together. Clown make a fucking contour. Eve on her knees for Villanelle 2020, and she was technically on her knees today, okay? So I think that means we win. I'm just saying. I think, that means, I, just I think that's. I think saying. that's what that means. I think that's what that means, you guys. All right. So let us play the preview really quick, and then close out this bitch because it is all the way morning. The sun is high. It is literally a quarter to nine a.m. And I guess that means we've been in our Villeneuve bubble of ridiculousness for, for at least ten hours. hours. Right, hours right. Right. A work day, more than a work day. A work, a work day. day plus overtime. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So here is the first preview that is definitely for the U.S. market and posted by Killing Eve proper on Twitter. So not over me. <laughs> She's like so not over me. While she looks at herself in the mirror. You know she's making that cake for Eve. Rather embarrassed. Is England better than your daughter? Yes. I can't believe Constantine. Choices. It's all about choices. Lord. Wow, 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 wow. So it does look to me like Eve is ready to toss that fucking cake, but then when she tosses it, she's like, no. I just wanted to touch the icing that Villanelle made for me. She's so fucking ridiculous. Won't somebody get some sense to Eve Palastri, please? And poor uh, Red. Red was like, you know, the cake's for everybody. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And of course, probably the best line of the trailer is what Villanelle says in the first frame. So not over me. So (laughs) not over me. I love how she's checking out her shiner and she's like, Oh my God, just look at this spruce. She's so not over me. And that's why she's dancing around her kitchen making cake. And actually, this makes sense because we didn't know why the fuck she was dancing around the kitchen making cake. We had all kinds of ideas about the wedding and Maria. And I really don't know if Maria is ever coming back. I know we took the poll and we were like, (laughs) yeah, she's got to come back. You guys, I'm not sure that Maria is ever coming back. But what I do think is happening is that Eve is back and Villanelle can't stop fucking smiling and being fucking ridiculous and now she's baking her a cake and if she really authentically knows Eve's birthday 
and is the only bitch That's to send her a cake because we know we know Nico's not sending shit. We know Carolyn's not sending shit. And Eve doesn't have any other friends. And their other friends she had are dead. And Elena doesn't exist anymore on this plane because that's what Killing Eve said. So that would mean that the only person celebrating a bitch yep. birthday is, is Villanelle. Villanelle. And then yep. she gets upset that it's only Villanelle, tosses the cake, but then is mad because that was still her birthday cake. That's where I am right it's now. It's hard out here for Eve. Hard Start out off. here for a <laughs> sapphic woman in denial of her murderous urges. I mean... Right. Who better than a woman who stole your luggage two seasons ago to know your birthday, you know? And really, that is it. That is it. All right. So here is the second preview available to us from some other country. Maybe it's Canada. Maybe it's Australia. Who knows? But some other place. Thank you to Simona for sending it to us. So appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You see in London. So not over me. You said you had everything under control. Yeah. Hold the bitch in the red heels. Let's take a look at the other kills. I like Whoever her. this killer was might lead us to the 12. But it's my job to do terrible things. You might have avoided the needless death of an innocent man. I'm really rather embarrassed. I you hope it's not Mo. It's Mo. It's Mo. Don't do that Wait, who is just walking up to eat? Actually, I don't see Mo in this trailer. Villanelle looks upset in that last clip. I don't see Mo in the trailer. That doesn't bode the best. So All right. trailers for, not for America are seemingly better. Trailers not for America seem to have more fucking juice and edge. And I don't know what the fuck that's about. Especially since us with the internet. We can just like find it. That why they torture us so. Or I don't fucking know. But of note is the redhead. The crimson colored gal. Who I hope is a is a very, very skilled murderess and if i'm lucky if i can get what i want from suzanne the head of the 12 the very Ooh. top the top the tippity tippity top and it would thrill me to no end because she's younger than dasha and so you know what kind of bitch you gotta be to be at, at, a, at a tippy tippy top above someone like dasha who's been in the game from the 70s you gotta be really good and I know I'm attributing all this fan fiction to Redhead with the glasses and the red pumps. But I, I, I'm just, right now, I'm feeling really good about who she is. And I feel like it's another foil to Villanelle that is way more dangerous to Dasha. Because she seems like she's stepping in while Dasha's chilling. And she's like, um, you said you had things in hand. Well, right. Well, this is why. <laughs> I would rather this person, you say way high up in the twelve. Younger than Dasha, boss though, top boss, perhaps. And I'm over here like, maybe she's just really in the 12 in real life <laughs> and not for play play. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Because <laughs> I keep saying that Dasha's playing games. Right, right, right. So, you know, she's, her things, her memberships have lapsed. They're not expired. She's not where Constantine is. She's not where Dasha is. She's in it for. Like she, for all we know, and I'm not going to say that she's... She's in it for the money, the clothes, and the murder. Well, yeah. Yes. Well, see, that's just because I'm, I'm, I'm making her like Villanelle, but cooler, in a sense. Just because Villanelle... I won't say cooler, but I'll say someone who could actually be a boss. Because if you take Villanelle's attributes, but you actually give someone the ability to manage or be responsible... That bitch is going far. So if this woman is like a Villanelle, except she actually has the management skills. If I were Dasha, I would be shooketh. And it looks like she is not the most pleased to come out of the pool, it looks like, and confront those pumps right there to be like, oh, hey, you've not been taking my calls, Dasha. <laughs> what's up with you and Villanelle? What's the, what's the progress report? And she's like, oh, um, um. And when we think about all of the terrible types of assassins that the 12 has been tolerating or dealing with, like, do we really think a 12 would have paired Villanelle up with 
uh Felix was is oh it's like maybe that's that somebody makes it seem like that's all they do is bring in recruits that aren't that cool which does not bode well for the 12s future but we don't know if that's a creation of Dasha's invention or not I just it would be interesting if Dasha had her spinning on her own wheels you know with fumes and actually had no connection to the 12 in terms of making her a keeper but she has some other long game that she's playing right. and so she's not even like the keeper thing isn't even real and she just keeps telling Villanelle oh yeah 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 it's coming it's coming it's coming you just gotta do this one thing they just want you to do this because she could be using the 12 like Constantine did like oh it's not me it's the 12 but it's uh -huh. like it's a little bit you Constantine in fact it's a lot of bit it's you it's a lot it's a you. lot of bit you anyways these previews are looking wild it looks like we're going further into the ridiculousness and I have to say I did not see Agent Mo in either of these things and so I think he's dead so they're gonna time jump he's gonna be dead oh. you know what I I, I hope, hope they, I hope they at least kill him on screen for you no they could this could be a time jump and oh. he's dead just... so two days ago Mo was murdered <laughs> You're like, right no! right no! what's they gonna do to me lord and why don't we just um sum up really quickly the the clips we can play them in the snack but we got two sneak peeks because the clips don't end with killing eve and what was the first one the first uh the sneak peek is uh the birthday cake that gets delivered to the bitter pill it's where he's plastery and red, red is like oh it's your, it's your birthday and so you no know, reply no reply crickets silence and so uh he tries to say aloud so that more people can kind of understand that maybe she's Hi, not a person birthday. who celebrates birthdays. But so we're going to make her celebrate gonna, it anyway. Right, like, right, what is that? Right. That's a dick move. It's, it's good for morale dick or whatever move. he's doing. And then when she realizes, oh, Nico didn't send this cake. He doesn't know anything about the bitter pill. It's someone else. And that's what she... Wait. I was... <laughs> I just realized that's you adding, that's uh, yeah, you that's adding that's to me. Eve because I was like, it's a double decker bus. How could she think it was from Nico? No, no, I know. Nico she sent the cake from no, Poland. Nico doesn't even have money. No, she didn't open it yet. She, Nico's working at a bread shop. He don't got no money. He don't got no ants. So she took the cake in the box, still closed, and then Red is over here like, well, you're supposed to share with, with She's everyone. like, I'm not supposed to do anything, but stay me and die, which right. is probably what Eve so was thinking. So she makes it up to the, to the roof. She opens the lid. <laughs> the roof. And she sees that it is the double decker bus or the bus stop. And she's like, <sighs> I feel like she was taking it out like she thought a bomb was in that shit. But I guess with Villanelle, you can never that be is too a sure. That's a bomb. That's explosive memories. <laughs> so she explosive to her loins. Right. She was like, I did not Hello. bring an extra change, a petticoat. So let's just chop this over the <laughs> roof. And the roof. there it went. <laughs> Smashed and then on the she ground. immediately regretted that shit right after. Right. Immediately. And then, then the thing. other trailer, which is the opening minutes of episode four. Oh, right. It's just some Nico stuff. We don't even got to right. go over it's it. Nico, right. Nico, Nico is out. The He's location out. is Nico. It's... Okay. The only thing worth mentioning is Dasha. Yes. Nico is in Poland and we don't give a goddamn what he's up to except oh he's like oh look at that girl with the curls she's kind of cute <laughs> and I'm like remember Gemma though I hope every time you try to hook up with another bitch Nico you see Gemma's face <laughs> I know someone right now is listening and thinking Candace that's really fucked up well you know what I have I have nothing but fucked up energy for Nico because ever since he asked Eve for a blowjob instead of an omelet yeah that was my misandry kicked in and I was like okay you're done buddy Time's Every up. time, time a girl up. tries to say his name, it just goes from whatever their accent is to Nico. <laughs> and, and he's just mentally brought back. He's brought back to the shits. He's like, what if I would have just said, I did love her? Could have saved her life, Nico, is what you could have did. I think that's... We, 
that's everything more or less all right you guys so i think that that pretty much uh, sums it up for this recap and honestly if it doesn't make sense honestly if we jump around honestly if we forgot stuff honestly if like i don't know 30 minutes ago you heard a weird sound and we couldn't do anything about that it's because it is the morning time it is officially solidly morning terrence has been doing his work emails in between us recording at this time (laughs) the workers are in they're making all kinds of noises and so we were doing our best to finish the fuck up officially on monday with some sense of sanity still about us that's what we get for dancing and jumping and screaming literally for about 10 hours and so apologies 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 we usually try to be so fucking professional we really do but you know what? I feel like we need to take this out on a high note. Oh, yes. A little sing song because would it be us if we weren't singing to express our feelings? So um, you brought up an excellent song to bring it back around to the most important, the most important discovery happening, everything of this episode. And it is the motherfucking kiss. The Villeneuve kiss. Hey, hey. Anyone here recognize this little daddy? He probably heard us sing it a cappella a few times. I don't want another heartbreak. I don't need another turn to cry. No, I don't want to learn the hard way. Baby, hello. Oh, no. Goodbye. But you got the like a rocket. Shoot it straight across the sky. It's the way you love me. It's a feeling like this. It's centrifugal motion. It's perpetual bliss. It's that pivotal moment. It's Ah, impossible. <laughs> this kiss, this kiss. Impossible. This kiss, this kiss. You guys. <laughs> this kiss. This villainy kiss. Untouchable. A lot. Oh, Lord. And I have to say, I have to be totally honest with you all that the ridiculousness, the obnoxiousness will continue to reach a fever pitch this week. I don't know what will happen for the snack. I just know you should be prepared. Oh, yes. Because um, as they say in the hip hop, it's about to go down. (laughs) (laughs) I need to fucking stop. Can't stop, won't stop. All right, everyone. A reminder that you can reach out to us at heyyouguysallonword at wellwellvillanelle.com. Our Insta is wellwellvillanelle. And our Twitter, if you are about about it, is wellvillanelle. Uh, as you know, we are recording on New York City. Um, our death rates have finally decided to drop. Oh, my God. From they have 700 to, to like 500. Which Might is we be better. past our peak? Here's hoping. We are Here hoping that hoping. Please. it's... it's safer to be able to come out and travel and do what we do the swap from public to private transportation is uh, a hefty swap uh, so for all of you who are supporting us on the patreon we love you and thank you very very much for helping so, us so with this transition uh to all the first responders out there who are doing what they do out there every single day in the face of danger life or death danger just truly, so that we truly, can have truly. a semblance of normalcy and bare necessities groceries whatever it is yes also want to shout out all the local businesses in new york city and beyond who are still open the bakeries 
the restaurants, the flower shops, people just trying to still keep their love going. And for all the people in their local areas who are helping in any way they can to help support these small businesses. If you can support small business, because it looks like the motherfucking bailout went to all the big businesses that don't it fucking sure need did. it. So support your local small business, please. And thank you. So if y'all remember last week, I was trying to figure out how on earth I could make a site like Patreon host uh, videos. Patreon was like, we don't do that. Right, we don't do that. that. And so when I went to look for other ways to do hosting of sorts, I got thrown off with the anticipation of a kiss. And then a kiss happened. And so the place None of the things we were supposed to do. Right, it didn't happen. Tonight happened, except for the rabid screaming. Right. So uh, give us, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll... work on getting a place for these videos to be housed so that you can watch them if you can't watch in real time because either you don't like the intrusion of commercials which for some reason this episode i i don't know maybe i yelled so much that i yelled through commercial breaks i remember kind of one <laughs> but i don't remember any of the other commercials like maybe like that was a thing that happened i don't know alcohol may have also helped i don't know whatever you're watching oh my god uh yeah the alcohol definitely helped and really just for the insanities that you will see and for me ripping off my clothes again it's not me full burning man regalia that is nudity but i just i had to show i had to show my villainy swag and i don't again i keep saying this because i just anticipate me getting even worse and i don't even know what that'll look like I'm just sorry. And for those of you that are lock, step, and sinker with my ridiculousness, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until the snack episode. Right. Probably at the end of the week, given how this is going. Or maybe it's, just, yes, until the snack episode, more than likely at the end of the week. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until the snack episode. Here's hoping you get killed by a woman. Hey, you guys! You guys, we got our fucking kiss! We got our villain Eve kiss! You saw it! Villain yes. Mountain Eve! She got yes. on top of that bitch! And Eve was like, take these lamps, yes. bitch! And then also this headbutt. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you, we'll see you again week. Bye, guys! Bye! It's like totally murder. <laughs>